Human sexuality is very enigmatic. Hi, I'm Dr. Sri Banerjee, and in this segment, I'm going to be going over human sexuality theories. Um, now, in the previous video, I had already gone over some of the major theories. However, I thought it was important to be visiting some of the um, other theories where, um, uh, where certain um, areas are more highlighted than others. So let's go ahead and get started here. So everyone is aware of the sexual response cycle here. Um, right over here, um, let me move my screen. Um, right over here is um, the sexual response cycle um, for males um, and then for females. For females, um, there might be a possibility for um, um, multiple orgasms here before resolution, whereas males, that is not always the case. Um, so there's four stages of physiological sexual response. Um, excitement where there's facial congestion, vasocongestion occurring, um, accumulation of blood in the blood vessels of region of the body, um, vagina lubricants, um, glands of clitoris, swells, nipples become erect, sex flush may appear, increase in pulse rate and blood pressure. And then there's plateau vasocongestion reaches its peak. In females, the orgasmic platform forms tightening of the entrance of the vagina, and then orgasm in males. Orgasm consists of a series of uh, rhythmic contractions of the pelvic organs at 0.8 second intervals. In males and females, there is a sharp increase in pulse rate, blood pressure, and breathing rate. So um, taking a look at the Masters and um, Johnson response cycle, why it was so important um, is because um, looking at um, uh, some of the other, this was one of the um, first times that this was being actually documented. Um, and um, just by the way, um, the final portion of this is the resolution where the body returns to the unaroused state phase takes about 15 to 30 minutes, gradual return of pulse rate, blood pressure, and um, breathing rate to the unaroused levels, refractory period, time during which men are incapable of being aroused again, have an erection, or have an orgasm. Um, so multiple orgasm, a series of orgasms occurring within a short period of time. Then um, afterwards, I think what is important to talk about is the Bernie, uh, Zilbert, Gould, and Carol um, Ellison's uh, subjective model. And this was around in 1980. Uh, includes um, five phases in the model. Um, the first one being interest or desire, um, frequency of wanting to engage in sexual activity, um, and then arousal, um, excitation during sexual activity, physiological readiness, orgasm satisfaction. Um, so this one focused more on the cognitive and subjective um, aspects of um, the whole response cycle, whereas um, Masters and Johnson was uh, barely um, looking at kind of the physical aspect of it. Um, so desire was uh, more of a focus here. Now we're um, going into Helen Singer's triphasic model. Um, and in this triphasic model, um, there's um, excitement, um, 
Uh, in fact, there's um, sexual desire, which is psychological interest, and then excitement, vasocongestion, uh, muscular contractions, orgasm, orgasm, uh, resolution, body returns to unaroused state. Um, and she also added um, the desire phase. Um, and um, she found that sexual dysfunctions fall into one of these three categories and that it was possible to um, function in one or two of the phases while struggling in another. Um, she found that treating dysfunctions in the desire phase were the most difficult because, um, as, as um, you know, um, these are more um, psychological in nature. So then you have the Whelan and Roth's cognitive model. And um, this is kind of a, a non-linear um, fashion. So um, perception of a sexual stimulus, this is where it starts, and then going into positive evaluation and then arousal, um, and then perception of arousal, positive evaluation. And then you might go back to, again, arousal, uh, perception of arousal, positive evaluation, sexual behavior, uh, perception of behavior and then positive evaluation again of perception of behavior and then going back to arousal even more um, or um, increase in sexual behavior um, then um, turns into perception of behavior then turns into positive evaluation um, each time um, getting closer and closer um, to um, orgasm um, and uh, so this is more of a uh, kind of a, a cognitive uh, approach as well. So um, let's take a look at um, the written portion of this and kind of um, explain this. Uh, I'm not going to go over this again. Finally, we're going to talk about uh, Bassan's sexual response cycle. Um, and here you have, um, again, kind of a nonlinear um, um, component going on. Spontaneous desire takes place, motivations for sex, and then um, sexual st stimuli takes place. Um, however, um, spontaneous desire can directly lead to sexual stimuli, um, even if not having motivations for sex. Um, and then context and mind, sexual arousal, mind and body. Um, and then that can be coming from spontaneous desire as well. Um, so there's all of these areas where um, spontaneous desire can um, increase. Um, and then responsive desire satisfaction. Um, so this is kind of a rotating um, uh, cyclical manner and not a linear um, fashion um, that we saw in terms of Masters and Johnson's original theory. I hope this has provided you with some um, interesting um, insight about um, human sexuality. Thank you for listening.